This is the MDRT Podcast. Over the years, Regina Bedoya, this year's executive committee nominee, has changed her title from financial advisor to financial planner to financial coach. It speaks to the personal relationship this 23-year MDRT member and seven-year court-of-the-table qualifier develops with clients as Bedoya, a resident of Juno Beach, Florida, helps guide them through life's changes and priorities. My motto is financial planning is all about peace of mind. And financial planning is life planning. So tell me about your life. Tell me about your childhood. Tell me about you. I want to get to know you and what's important to you because if I understand that, then I can make recommendations that are right for you. Regina sees how her differentiated approach sets her apart. They know that I'm not the normal financial planner and I don't try to be. I am who I am, whether some people get turned off because I talk about... For me, our work has a spiritual touch to it because it's about buying life insurance is an act of love. You do it for others. It's about leaving a legacy. It's about living a life where you don't think about money. That's the ultimate, to retire and never think about money because you've taken care of it. Initially, women were like, they couldn't get enough of it. Now men are more attuned to that kind of conversation where it's not, okay, what's the standard deviation of that investment? We never talk about that. It's about more of the subjective stuff. And, and I'm finding more and more men, because women are, were easier for me, but maybe my language is somewhat different now, but they want it. They really want it. One recent interaction particularly reflects this for Regina. The other day I met with husband and wife, both engineers, very analytical, left brain people, and especially him. He would look at me. He wasn't sure he wanted to be where he was. The wife dragged him there. So I was just telling them the kind of work we do and and what our objective is and how ultimately this is what we want to create for you. And I noticed him starting to get more interested and looking at me more and more. And I was just kind of talking, Mm -hmm. especially to her and look at him as well. He wouldn't leave after. He said, Regina, what you just said is so important to me. I want to give my wife and my three daughters, blah, blah, blah. And Andrea, the wife was like shocked. And then she called me later. She said, I've never, never seen Dave do that. He got it. I'm so grateful, she said. And now he's a great client. He calls and whatever I tell him to do, yeah, okay, Regina, what do you think? Okay, fine, we'll we'll do. And it's beautiful to Mm -hmm. see that because it's talking to their souls, to what they care most about. It's not about what's up here, but what's here. And that's always a challenge when you meet people for the first time and you know someone is there that doesn't want to be there. If you can convert them over where they understand this work is important because most people spend more time planning their next vacation than their future. So now we're going to talk about you and you is their favorite topic. And it's all about what can we do if we could just suspend time, what can we do today to make your life later more rewarding and easier and more about the important things in life which are not things kind of thing. So. I think the key is in the questions, the way you ask the questions, open-ended questions. I don't know that I have the same question for every client. It's almost like it becomes an intuitive process. The body language is a big part. If you can just get them to talk about their lives and what this moment represents, in a way you want them to become more reverent 
about their lives, less involved with the minutiae and the day-to-day, -day, mm -hmm. and I have to do this and the to-do list, and my tactical plan, my goals for the month, step back and say, okay, given your past and given where you are and given the things, how can we make it better for you in the future? Regina indicates that new options for clients also make a big difference. The other thing that's played a big part in our approach are the tools that we have now that we didn't have 10 years ago. The strategies, the different programs that we can use to implement their plans. So if I have a client that says, I'm very risk averse, I don't want to run out of money, I don't want to become a bag lady, I'm willing to pay for that safety net, I'm willing to ensure my retirement, they're a candidate for one of these annuities that are now offering all these things, including lifetime income and the opportunity to lock in your gains and all that. If someone says, I don't mind taking risks, I'm very comfortable, I have my safety net here, then they're a candidate for some platform of professionally managed funds. If someone says to us, I'm worried about what would happen to my wife if something happens to me because the pension ends if I die, then we know it's a different strategy. So it's just what keeps you up at night is a good question. When it comes to the stock market, the question is, remember what happened in 08, 09? What have you done to prevent that from happening again to you? And that's a question that has given us a lot of opportunities to help them because they go, what do you mean? What have I done? Yeah, what have you done? Because this happened to you, your account balance went from 500,000 to 350. Now it's back to 600,000. What have you done to prevent that from happening again where it goes from? So then we talk about risk and tolerance to risk and what's available to me. I didn't know I could do anything different than what I've been doing for the last 30 years. And we talk about the new products that are out there that allow us to, in a way, replicate what a lot of teachers and firefighters and cops mm. have, which is a pension. That's the fear Americans have, our clients have, is running out of money, especially women. Mm -hmm. They don't want to become bag ladies. They don't want to find themselves in some cheap, infested nursing home because they don't have anything else. It's not hard to talk about some of the solutions we have because it's music to their ears. With that said, Regina knows the value of putting clients at ease. It focused a lot on how to, number one, ask the right questions, and number two, how to interpret what's not being said. They didn't take a course on how to be interviewed or how mm -hmm. to start a financial plan with your advisor. You need to, number one, make them feel safe where they can trust you. And number two, know how to open them up and go to areas where they haven't you know, gone to for years or ever maybe, you know, address issues that are difficult. Who wants to talk about, okay, when you die, you need right. to think about what kind of arrangements. No one likes to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I even have to start off by saying, oh, we're going to talk about things that are difficult to talk about. And I'm going to ask you, let's do it for 10 minutes and then we'll shift gears. But it's important. And the role we play is we're advocates for their young children or their non-working wives or whatever it is. We need to make sure that those things get addressed. Because most people prefer to defer, 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 mm -hmm. and, and never get to it until it's too late. Mm -hmm. I think that's what gives us a front row seat into people's real lives. 
because in this room, I've heard conversations about, you know, very difficult things, including a client who was married for 25 years with someone who was not the right person for her. And to witness that sense of, I wasted 25 years, and the sadness that comes with it, and the sense of failure. And to take that moment and let that person sit with it and then turn it around and say, okay, that's then, now it's now, and let's build from here. We probably need degrees in psychology in addition to finances because it's more about the feelings and their dreams and their goals and how do you get them to open up to you and not be thinking, wait a minute, is she trying to sell me something? Mm -hmm. Then they close up. That's why our profession is an art. Mm -hmm. There's no substitute for experience, obviously, but it's also that being open. That's why MDRT is so amazing, because you hear advice from the masters, and you're able to tweak your style and the approach you take. Regina says it's both important and a privilege to have the freedom to work with the people who she respects and wants to help. The people we help are people that we would have dinner with, we would invite over to our homes. Mm -hmm. And if we don't have that kind of relationship, our work is deeper than just what's the best mutual fund. And I would say most MDRT members feel that way, where it's not just, oh, you have a million dollars, okay, what's your tolerance to risk? Oh, you're a seven, okay, I propose this portfolio. It's so much deeper than that. We're not order takers, because you become invested in that person's life. It's like their success is your success. That brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thanks very much for listening. If you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on iTunes at MDRT Podcast. See you next time.